0: So, hi, Alejandro. Is it uh, pronounced right? That was perfect. Yes. Yes, see. You see uh, how well I prepared? Yes, yes, yes. So now, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the next question is, what was your first computer? Oh, man, my first computer. That's a good question. I think, I don't remember the
1: specs precisely, but it was an IBM PC that had, uh, like, this uh, DOS operating system, DOS, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and then it had Windows, like, 3.11, if I remember correctly, that you had to type Win to enter the graphical yeah. environment. yeah. And it crashed and you, frequently. Would place it
0: in the, uh, sorry? And it crashed frequently, right?
1: Uh, yeah. You can say it all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and you had to put like win in the back file. Mm-hmm. To mm-hmm. It, uh, so it started with the environment. So it, it was uh, the computer. We, we will hang out like on, with me and my, and my brothers and on the OS just to learn all the commands and stuff.
0: Why? Why you did it? I mean, you could just play or whatever or why you started yeah. with the commands. I think
1: it's... Mm-hmm. yeah no we were we were playing as well uh, some games uh i I was, I was playing uh, like uh, um, a game that was called Stunts, I think it was Stunts Cars okay doing crazy things that was an amazing game and uh uh Wolfenstein 3D as well okay uh, and then we would execute this from the command line okay uh for some reason, I don't know. but the other reason was that uh we uh we had these books uh, that were like uh four kids. Teaching them how to use computers, mm-hmm. and uh, and and the first one was about all these commands, and how okay. you can interact with the files, copy files, move files, all that kind of uh, basic stuff. So we we, we wanted always to try that out.
0: And and why? I, I mean, uh, you had to do that to in order, you know, to install the game, or were just curious? Yeah,
1: no, it's yeah. I, we were just curious, and we were uh, like, uh, we wanted to do the things that were shown in this book. It looked pretty cool just to have these uh, blinking cursor there. Okay. Think yeah. text mode and you know,
0: like a matrix kind of thing. Yeah, for me for me it's great, but sometimes now if I open my terminal window, I already see some developers don't like it. So okay, oh man. Uh, this commands again, <laughs> yeah. right? So this is why I ask you why why yeah. you were excited about these commands. I also like them, but uh, yeah. Okay, nice. Uh, and uh, yeah. then you became a master of DOS, right? Hopefully not of DDoS rather than just DOS. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say a master, but but uh but, but yeah, we'd like to, we feel comfortable using mm-hmm. it uh, until there was a time where I made a mistake. I was copying that. This is much, much later. I was copying some files, some C files, I believe, uh, from one, one directory to another. There wasn't any Git or, and I wasn't using any kind of uh, source control system at all. And I was copying the files. Okay, done. Cause I was restructuring everything or organizing my stuff. Oh, okay, let's delete this one because I do need it. Yeah, I needed that, that directory. So I lost. Bunch of <laughs> source code there. Okay. So and I was like, "Yeah, I should have done this with the with the mouse, maybe."
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Great. So you started with DOS, and then you start. What was your first program you wrote, beside DOS?
1: The my first programming uh, yeah. Pr- program. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, so these books that I told you before. The the third book it was about programming using the basic language.
0: Which books were they? Uh, and so it, how you got them, and and what what are they?
1: Yeah. They are. Uh, we got them from my parents, so they bought these these books for us okay uh, I was around uh probably yeah, twelve okay 13, mm-hmm. 12, I believe and uh they bought this for us We really like the we really like the computer mm-hmm. and 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 so that was the reason Those books are still at my mother's house I believe but they were it, it's a small publisher I do not even remember well the the name of the books and it's in Spanish okay uh, so I don't know if it, it was maybe a Spanish publisher to begin with but mm-hmm. uh but yeah, that's where those uh, books came from. So we, we, we were trying all the examples, basic examples. It came with a basic interpreter as well. And uh, we would develop all kinds of silly applications and, uh, uh, you know, like conversations. Like trying to emulate a, a game, like uh-huh. the conversation that could occur in a the game. Then we would do uh, a simulation of an antivirus.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, and so we would show the like a progress bar there and all the steps and everything, like select the hard drive, et cetera. Yeah, and uh, we would read and write random files in the in the hard drive so that it sounds like it's scanning the hard drive. Okay. Right. Yeah. And and show the progress bar and then yeah, you didn't have any
0: virus. Good. Okay. <laughs> no, it's a great. You know, were excited with the you know look and feel yeah. of of you know. Uh, you probably yeah, you like the. It was too early for metrics, I I guess, but uh, something metrics yeah. like experience, right?
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So uh, this was basic. And why you started BASIC on IBM PC? Because I think it was harder, right? It, did, it didn't come with BASIC out of the box.
1: Uh, actually, it, it, it was this uh, uh, Basic. Okay. Uh, they're available, but we didn't know. Okay. So we would use the interpreter that came with the disks, that came with the books. Okay. So it's just, again, like the blinking cursor. And yep. then if you want to, to, to type the code and you go 10, yeah, and uh, this left to something or whatever it was, and and so forth. And in order to, in order to see the code, you have to type list. If you yeah, want exactly. It, if it's too long, you pause or something.
0: Exactly. Yeah. But uh, why I'm asking because I started with ZX Spectrum and this machine had a basic built in. So for me, if if you turn it on, it was just basic. But yeah, on the right PC, there. Yeah. there was no. Ba- I mean, in, in the early PCs there was just nothing, right? You, if you if you loaded DOS, it yeah. was just DOS, but no programming environment. So if I switch True. to PC, the very first one was 8086. It started with two two Pascal. So like Basic was not even on the horizon. So I didn't even knew that you can get you know mm. very easily Basic on these machines. So I ask you. So but if you were, if it came with the book, it is clear. I mean you just you know loaded this yeah. and yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and you were done with the book. So what what was it? So if you if you know uh, after the books, which after the antivirus. So what what came out out of the books? So what what software you wrote?
1: Well, um, nothing really serious. Just uh, but basic. It was only kind of fun jokes, yeah. really, yeah, and funny programs. But we we got uh, very early also into uh, and by we I mean uh, me and my brothers into uh, game development. Cool. And I remember I wouldn't play that much. Yeah, there were some games that I would like to play, but not that much. But uh, one of my brothers, especially, he really loved to to play video games. So I would watch him. Uh, play the video games. and Try to think, how do they do this? Mm-hmm. What kind of algorithm? Like everything, like from the scene from scene A to scene B. Okay. The menu, how the conversations mm-hmm. uh, happen, how they move the characters, the scrolling, all these things. Like, it. and I was amazed by how they can do it so perfectly. Yeah. And, and so I would spend a lot of time, like uh, thinking about it. And uh, we didn't have like many books, and or there were but, you know, not not many books on game development or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were some magazines. Maybe we got some information from there. So, so I, something uh, we did was this. Now is uh, using uh, uh, QBASIC. Uh, uh, we did. Uh, I, I developed kind of a. We wanted to 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 uh, create a, a game. So, we developed first uh, an application to be able to draw the the characters mm-hmm. and all the graphics. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because I think we called it something like pixel draw or something like that okay. because you have to move a pixel. It's like the empty screen. There's a pixel only there. You have to move it with the arrow keys. Mm-hmm. And when you want the pixel to change the color, you press the space bar. Okay. And if you want a different color, you press, uh, I don't know, like F something. Mm-hmm. And you type uh, color and the, the code of the color. Cool. it changes the current color. Okay. And so forth. So you can imagine what would be the effort to yeah. create even yeah. a very simple kind of graphics. And I remember my cousin, one of my cousins who was uh, very into this kind of thing, like the, the, the art, mm-hmm. the graphical design, he was using this program I made to make a character. Okay. Hours to hours. And so while he was doing these things, uh, this was at, at my uh, grandmother's, uh, grandparent's house mm-hmm. where another cousin lived who was older than us, was studying computer science. He had okay. all these books there um, about programming. Mm-hmm. And I was, I'm going to read this all while well, he is just... Because uh, you
0: wanted to learn programming games, right? This is what he yeah. what wanted to do. Okay. That was
1: the main motivation at some point, yeah.
0: And you wanted to sell the games then, or it was just pointless. You just wanted, you know, to 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 create a great game.
1: Yeah, we didn't have any like uh, yeah vision on okay. people are going to use it, but we wanted to go through the experience of creating the, mm-hmm. the but, video uh, game.
0: With your pixel stuff, I did something similar with characters, but uh, pixel is more problematic with basic, right? Because uh drawing a pixel on the screen, it was not that easy as I remember, right? Was it just a simple draw? No. Because you know, um, I, I did the same with characters. I wanted to draw something on screen, so I created something Photoshop-like, right, with characters, so I can draw mm-hmm. with dots or with whatever. But I think pixels, yeah. you you had to do something as I don't remember Basic anymore, but uh, it was not as easy as, uh, as as characters.
1: Yeah, maybe not with Basic, but with uh, QBasic there was this okay. uh, this uh, directive whatever it's called there. Okay, okay. You just give that. Uh, could the you save the character some
0: somewhere? Could you
1: save it? You know what he drew... Yeah, so we invented a format. A uh, very good kind of cool. Yeah, and not like not compressed or anything. No, no, but it's uh, nice. But it's saved into our own but format. So it started negative. like some bytes. Yeah. And and then you, you tell the, the size okay. and then the actual picture. So you could save it on floppy or something. whatever. And
0: okay. Yeah, but this yeah, is actually the, a, a great project. would be even fun now to build such such a thing.
1: Yeah. I agree. It was. I still. I think maybe I have the source code somewhere on GitHub because I found. Those yeah, on files GitHub later, would be great.
0: But... So we have to put it to show notes. You know, this is. <laughs> yeah. I always ask, you was know, so jokingly. Do you have your the early project? Because g- such a project on GitHub would be actually nice.
1: So so yeah, it was it was really fun. It, and and uh, like I said, it was because we wanted to go through the experience. There was no not not no, like we didn't feel like hurry to mm-hmm. we need to hurry to, to finish this thing. We, did, we were just enjoying every single step and. Okay. And, and that
0: was amazing. And how yeah. how old were you back then?
1: Oh well, we were using these probably
0: fourteen. Not bad. And how how much uh, time did you spend, yeah. you know, on computer every day?
1: Oh, that's a good point. Uh, not <laughs> not that many hours because I had two brothers. We only had one computer. Okay. And my sister also wanted to play video games, so we had to take turns. Okay. But that that played us an advantage at some point because I would just take the books, read, mm-hmm. waiting for my turn, but mm-hmm. so to to use very wisely yeah my my turn productively you know productively yeah yeah. it's like almost like a punch
0: card you know so you have to prepare everything and then you go (laughs) the keyboard and write very fast yeah yeah so what i would try to do you know i would try you know to explain my sister how great you know typing is and let type your 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 stuff you know in (laughs) then reward her with something and say, great you know so like yeah (laughs) or one of our brothers or it doesn't matter um okay cool and uh this already sounds interesting. So what happened afterwards, after Q Basic?
1: After Q Basic, um I started to learn C. Of course. So I got uh, some book. I don't remember the title.
0: Still the book, uh, still with the background gaming, right? So you wanted still
1: still, yeah. Yeah. It's mostly I mean I liked other kind of software. Like I said, we were programming this antivirus, fake mm-hmm. like antivirus uh thing. So I also liked um any kind of software, but but yeah, games were like the 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 bigger motivation, maybe, and uh, I was amazed because when we were using Basic, mm-hmm. it was really like a mystery how to create uh, an executable file .dot mm-hmm. x exactly. Uh, we had no idea, really. Yeah, we just didn't know. And, and I, I and wanted so we to do like, this.
0: This was exactly my thing. So yeah. how how to do something which starts <laughs> and you don't see the source code inside, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It looks like, like it looks like now it's real. It's for real. Yeah, exactly. For real. Right. Yeah yeah yeah
0: it's not fake yeah <laughs> yeah, and,
1: and this was the reason so why i did
0: turbo pascal the first i, I ask around yeah. you know how to do that as i get with turbo pascal you can create you know a, a true program something which starts so okay okay now we are talking right yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah exactly that that kind of feeling so when i discovered when i started to use that um it's like you get an executable immediately
2: mm-hmm.
1: and i was like, okay that's very interesting and uh, i just like the language uh, for some reason i liked C see and uh
0: you got it immediately? Just, or was it hard to learn?
1: No, it wasn't that hard. Uh, partially because we we're still doing these turns to get the computer It gave me a lot of time to think about it, to read <laughs> yeah. each paragraph yeah. very yeah. carefully yeah. Yeah. and understand what it's a pointer to yeah. a variable. So, so yeah. now,
0: now you know why singletons do not scale, right? So the single patterns doesn't scale like a computer. You can explain to students, you know, if you have a singleton, which is synchronized, <laughs> and this it was, right? It was like atomic access to your computer, right? Okay?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, And uh, and so with C, we uh, I remember we built a kind of a library mm-hmm. to do graphical stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to execute this uh, interruption in the operating system. I think it was thirteen H, if I remember correctly. And uh, then it changed the mode to graphical mode, mm-hmm. and it was this three three twenty horizontal mm-hmm. and vertical. Mm-hmm. I think it was two hundred maybe yeah yeah and uh, yeah. Um,
0: three uh, hundred, three, three twenty by two forty or something like this, right? This was this. Something yeah, like this. Yeah, yeah, something like yeah. this. I remember roughly. Uh
1: huh. Yeah. So that was the the the, the mode was on. Now now you can uh, draw things there. And uh, so I built this library to not have so you don't have to use these assembly instructions, mm-hmm. which I copy pasted from somewhere else, mm-hmm. most likely. And then with that we started to develop the actual uh, video game. So it was. Uh, we we had this. It was funny because uh, we would even have meetings about it as ki- kids, like teenagers. Cool. And we have meetings to discuss the requirements yeah. and the design of the game. And I would write documents with this. Thing.
0: But but this is what I'm what I'm what I'm always saying. If you really would like to achieve something, you know, to to write something great, you became automatically agile. I I, I, I do not believe yeah. that you will just start, you know, to 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 read process books how to write software. You iterate more often. If you have some questions, you know, you meet each other and discuss the question and then go hacking. So it just happens. And if someone doesn't yeah. like, you know, uh, to to, uh, to uh, implement software, they need process and, you know, what to do and whatever. It's the beginning of the end. But you really like it. You are agile, you know, because it is the, the most natural way of doing things. And this is why I dislike the word agile, because it implies it is something different. This is just, you know, iterative development. You have to iterate yeah. fast. Because I... I'm pretty sure if you would spend you know too much time hacking the game and you introduce an error without testing, then you will never ever find the error, uh, the 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 error again. You couldn't, you couldn't fix the bug, you know. So what you yeah, probably did yeah. a small change, see whether the pixel draws small change, see drawing. But you cannot just spend you know entire day hacking code and copying assembly and hoping it will work, right? So you learn it automatically. That's true. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Moreover, sometimes during the meetings, yeah, we would just take a look at at the code and see. Yeah. Well, that's really hard to to do. Let's uh, take f- first this step. Yeah. Then we'll get there. So what you're saying, like agile. So not let's not just do this super huge thing right now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's uh, incrementally do this, yeah. and then we're, we're going to have another meeting and so forth. Mm-hmm. Oh. But it's funny, because at some point, uh, we would discuss all these ideas, and, and it gets kind of out of control as well, because you want to make like the best game ever. Yeah, of course. You have the resources now. Yeah. And so we are like um having these um brainstorming sessions mostly and uh, m- one of my brothers who was more like uh, down to earth let's say uh he started to to joke about it. and he said uh, at some point uh, the game was was called um apocalypse or something like yeah, that this is what i, I saw, what i wanted
0: to tell you I so I, because at the beginning you could say no pixel draw it's like usually i will call okay. such a like no uh, overkill as as a teenager or something you know uh, <laughs> yes. uh like you know kill all zombies or something like that and apocalypse is the right name for a teenager game so this is exactly <laughs> yeah
1: yeah apocalypses and uh my brother would say um you know you should call the, the game apocalypses 2040 uh, <laughs> <laughs> why because that's the year where you are going to finish the game
0: yeah <laughs> But this is actually great insight. This is like you know you knew what will happen later in larger companies, right? Yeah, yeah, like a project Longhorn and Microsoft. It could be the, jo- had the same yeah. the same jokes, you know. Uh, okay, yeah. but um, how how far you were with the game? So you saw already something on the screen, or was just planning?
1: Yeah, it was so. So we had uh, like the very basic uh, kind of uh, isometric. It wasn't really isometric uh, engine, but like tiles. Okay. and a ride that. that each value mm-hmm. means one kind of tile and mm-hmm. it had its properties like you can walk on that or not okay and so we had that collision uh system as well mm-hmm. and the character was was moving around and the scroll was smooth oh. okay so we to that point basically mm-hmm. no no we never uh, get beyond that, that, yes, that was, uh, already we a, lot of, a lot i mean, I mean okay. this is like yeah.
0: the basics so i would say sixty yeah. percent done and the remaining part is getting harder and harder to make it you now yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. And <laughs> yes, then you. And then you're.
0: The, I, I, I guess you know you had some disputes with your family, and then you stopped working, right? So every. <laughs> so, so some of the meetings didn't didn't well uh, went that well, right? Was this the problem? There's always drama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And
1: and, and you still so like your brothers,
0: enough. or now it's over, you know? <laughs> you say no, no. No, we don't talk to each other. No, yeah, we, we, <laughs> we do. We talk about these
1: things yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, and. But but yeah, there were collisions, especially when you start to grow up. And you have your own opinions now, and they mm-hmm. gain weight. Then mm-hmm. uh, it's harder. And mm-hmm. then you also realize, like, yeah, we are not going to do this the way we are doing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, you start to study in university and so forth. So it 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 gets harder and harder to continue with this kind of projects. But but, but this it, was your, like your main projects. projects
0: before university, right? Yeah. So you learned basic and C. This was your, you know, pre-university experience.
1: Yeah, and C++, there, C++ there. which C++, which I was amazed by it. I remember the feeling of, like, thinking about the object orientation, mm-hmm. paradigm and how, mm-hmm. like, I remember, like, a phrase in the book, like, it was, like, uh, uh, an object, or, or a class model is an object that has data and the operations mm-hmm. on that data.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That really resonated uh, on me, and I was like, it makes totally sense, because yeah. now I can, especially when you're thinking about video games. yeah. Because it's like, I'm going to have the character class, for example, yeah. and so forth.
0: Yeah, for, for yeah. me, it was the same. So as I learned about C++, for me, everything was an object then, right? So I, I even so, you yeah. know, in tables of files, this could be object. I can have a table and say, you know, read rows yeah. and then update and and files the same. And I was completely into it. And I remember we had to do, you know, in math, matrix um, multiplication. So, of course, yep. I created two objects, metrics, you know, in C++. Everything was an object. Yep. I even implemented in C++ for fun the RSA algorithm just to see how it works and uh, also completely object-oriented. Yep. And uh, I really like the H files, you know, the uh, the header files. They and five, yeah. yeah, and I was fascinated by C, C in, you know, and see out with the how these, and, and I can yeah. overload the operators. This was the, the operator, the, yeah. So this as Java came as okay, no op- operator overloading is so somehow, you know, somehow lame and and no uh, yeah. and and also no the how to call it, the multiple inheritance it's called right. So Java is just single yeah. inheritance. Right. I I, yes. I really loved that because it was very flexible. I could not just you know, yeah. and the Java came so okay, this interface inheritance is like a fake. So okay, cool. So uh, yeah, and the, and what you started? Computer science,
1: I studied computer science. Yeah.
0: So and you knew that yeah, this will, I, this is a thing, and you would like it, right?
1: Yeah, I, mean, I had like basically two options. So I like to play the guitar, so I thought so, like I want to study music or computer science. Which yeah, kind I, of music? I, I Classic music
0: fun. or more Jimi Hendrix style music?
1: A more Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, style, of course. Yeah. I like uh, rock, rock yeah. music and metal. Mostly. I, can you yeah.
0: can you play guitar?
1: I, I think I can a bit. Yeah, it, it's.
0: What means a bit? I, just, I mean, TV can I can you better. just you know play all the ACDC dc stuff uh, with solos or not?
1: I can play some of those solos, maybe. Yeah. Solos, okay. Maybe. Then you
0: can play guitar because yeah. solos are a little bit challenging. I can do solos. And, yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay,
1: nice. But but I but I decided very early that I, I just like uh, programming. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So it was it was very easy mm-hmm. uh, choice for me to make. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Same here. I was fascinated mm-hmm. from day one. I knew if I this is like you know uh, I could do something uh, for fun. So I could work and have fun, which was uh, impossible back then. So I said, like, OK, this is like a, a dream, yeah. you know, like a paradise. And it still kind of is because, uh, you know, uh, I did this this week, I had some problems on the Java side. And I spent uh, lots of time, you know, to hunting the bugs. And I st- really still e- still enjoyed that. So I probably worked, you know, I don't know, yeah. 12, 12 hours a day. But for me, it was like a one hour. So I did adjust, you know. And yeah. then I f- found the bug. And I'm really happy right now, right? So uh, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, it's rewarding.
0: Yeah, very rewarding. It's rewarding. So we are fortunate. Yeah. Okay, what you learned at the university and where you studied? Where, which university was it?
1: I studied in a university in Colombia, which is called the National University of Colombia. Okay. The, it's the biggest university there. It's, it was also where I got my first job as a software developer, mm-hmm. uh, Well, as I was studying. And, and you enjoyed,
0: uh, enjoyed the university or were you disappointed, you know? Because you knew a lot before and then you had to to you know to learn sorting algorithm or whatever.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, true. No, I enjoyed. Okay. In the end, I enjoyed uh, yeah, it was fun because you always learn things anyway. That different perspectives and things that you just really don't know, mm-hmm. and and it's programming in many of the courses, so it's it's fun anyway. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they, they were using Java, so that's how I got into Java. So mm-hmm. I had to learn Java to mm-hmm. to do all the
0: and you and you like Java
1: and stuff. I kind of liked it at the beginning, but I think it was more because of the hype that yeah. was around it, because mm-hmm. it was used in every university and okay. you run everywhere. Although I felt like it wasn't true because you have to install this piece of software in exactly. order to run the Java. This is program, what I
0: what so. I what I say. So what I didn't like at Java at the beginning is, you know, the the uh, uh, .dot class, the bytecode was not executable. Actually, yep. you cannot run it and this was like a fake then you have to install the java virtual machine which was huge i mean there were 2 makes back then i started with jdk 10 before so it was still but uh say what's the point of course if I, if i install you know something on every machine it will run everywhere but i have to install something so <laughs> yeah. for me it was like stupid it's like completely stupid yeah. idea what what are you doing here right and for me yeah. it was No different because I said, okay, but if I have a scripting language, let's say like basic or or Python, I could also run it everywhere. I mean, what's the difference, right? Yeah, exactly. So this was, but I got a little bit later and now I I like Java, of course, but at the the, beginning, what I was really uh, searching for were the header files. Because the interface were were for me just a fake. It's okay, I can do it, but header files are nicer because there's a file somewhere, you know, and I've compiled against the header file. And uh, the the interfaces were kind of fake, uh, fake, and the scenes out was gone. Operator overload was gone, so I was a, a little yeah. bit sad with Java at the beginning. And it took me a longer time to get the interfaces actually. So, um, as I understood the interfaces the first time, really was JDBC, you know, because I saw okay oh, now yeah. we are talking, so I can use different databases. I can swap the entire implementation, and this is this was actually so interesting. Which Java with yeah. which Java version you started? You remember that?
1: I believe it was one the
0: four oh late actually I, th- I thought it was okay so you are actually yeah, you had a modern job mm-hmm. yeah
1: <coughs> and then the first job it was probably five or six okay right because yeah we had generics and everything so yeah
0: so and uh something interesting happened at the university so did you some cool java programming so you java game probably or something a site yes were there any interesting you know side projects at the university this is what i wanted to ask
1: Uh to be honest, not that many. Yeah. I think it was mm-hmm. more I kept like uh, writing the, the fun stuff using C. Okay. For a while. Partially because I was in a similar situation uh, as we were. Like I felt like limited now with this language. Mm-hmm. It's like a subset, if you wish, of
0: C. Okay. C++ so which were the side like projects that. in C University? Something interesting.
1: Yeah. So uh for that, maybe I was uh, exploring 3D graphics. Oh, okay. Now. So uh, I developed this uh, first kind of non-trivial thing. I developed was a uh, uh, ray casting engine. So the same technique they used in uh, Wolfenstein 3D. So uh, ray it's, tracing, it's, you mean? Nice. Ray tracing. Ray tracing. Ray casting. Ray, oh, this no, what not, it? not ray tracing, which is like the the one they use in Doom. Yeah. But uh, ray casting. So kind what of does slightly it mean? I don't
0: thing. know the term. What, what is it?
1: So it's a it's instead of uh, you create a grid, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. like an array, mm-hmm. and again you have values there mm-hmm. and Let's say you have 0 and 1, and 0 mm-hmm. is uh, floor, and uh, 1 is a wall. Okay. And then you you start to cast, for each line in the screen, uh, you cast array. Okay. And then you calculate how that would look like, which color, which, uh, and how high, okay. the height, of okay. it, depending on the distance. Mm-hmm. And then you get all that, like, uh, orthogonal okay. kind of look. And this
0: is uh, a thing, that so this is like an fast. algorithm usable in 3D still, right? So this is like, you have to know it if you program something in 3D, right?
1: Um, it's it's kind of obsolete nowadays. Okay. That you want to do this kind of retro thing. Okay. Now the more advanced was uh, the one you mentioned that it's a tracing.
0: I just uh, thinking allows... about immediately. I don't know whether you are aware of you know this uh, uh, frame or uh, three JS in JavaScript, for instance. If you do something like this, would you need the low level stuff? or it's already abstracted?
1: Oh uh, no! When I was doing it, I had to do like other. The, the calculations. Ah, okay, uh, the
0: calculations are done. We get yeah. because we get now the primitives. Yeah, so we don't have to do it, you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You so what you created the 3D system. engine itself. So there was no 3D, yeah. and you okay. Yeah. I, I got it. So it would be inter- if you would that's create a JavaScript framework from scratch, and you would like you know to draw a wall or something on the screen, then you will need the algorithms, right? Correct. Yeah, that's yeah. correct. Okay. Which could
1: be also an interesting uh, exercise, and I bet there are many examples already.
0: So yeah. you have to reactivate your brothers.
1: Have mm-hmm. <laughs> to maybe I should, uh, yeah, I should
0: call them yeah, a family meeting should, you know family meeting. meetings let's have a meeting <laughs> yeah. now we do the project uh 2080
1: <laughs> yeah i hired a, a german developer yeah exactly <laughs> and then you join us
0: yeah cool so um this is amazing and 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 uh what happened with that with the, your 3d stuff
1: uh, at some point i abandoned that a bit yeah. and uh well, how, how far well. it worked
0: so what, what was visible on the screen back then
1: well it, the whole labyrinth was was visible and you can move around, oh, around. okay that was it and there was collision with the walls okay so... but no characters yeah it's pretty much you can walk through the through this uh, 3d world i experimented later with uh engines mm-hmm. um i remember Augur 3d there was there was one that was uh, from a German guy, by the way. I don't remember the name of the engine, but it was C plus okay. And my brother used that for his uh, thesis at the university. He created like an actual full game, like multiplayer game. Uh, nice. And I helped him with the music, I believe. This is actually yeah, great. So this is a great
0: story because yeah. uh, as kids, you know, you did something together, and then uh, you are still, you know, reusing your leisure activities from from your youth. So it's actually yeah perfect.
1: Yeah, it, it was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing.
0: You're lucky. Okay. okay. And and uh, so you did three D something else interesting in at uh, your university.
1: Uh, I think that was the, the most interesting thing. I did, okay. like, all the three D stuff, right? Then did, now I to the real do...
0: stuff. You know, forget about three D. Okay. Now Java. So what <laughs> happened after university with Java.
1: Yeah. So as uh, so I was studying there, I got uh, a job there in the university, and uh, they were using Java. Mm-hmm. They were. It was this, uh, it was amazing actually because I'd never done any mm-hmm. web development, mm-hmm. uh, for real. And just still mm-hmm. experiments, very small experiments, in other words, mm-hmm. uh, maybe with PHPOs at some point, and uh, very basic JavaScript mm-hmm. and HTML, uh, now frameworks. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they have these Spring application mm-hmm. with uh, Struts2 mm-hmm. and Hibernate were okay. the main technologies. Okay. There were many other libraries, but, but it was, that was the way I started web development, because mm-hmm. I had to maintain, okay. help maintaining this mm-hmm. uh, web application
0: with strats and you enjoyed Struts too
1: uh, well as, when i started with it yeah because it was new for me yeah. so it's amazing it's yeah. like uh, yeah i can create these web things mm-hmm. so so i have to say yeah uh, but maybe it's because i didn't know any other options
0: i also uh, I enjoyed i i uh yeah. i use strats one i don't know whether Ooh. i ever, ever used strats two after i don't know but uh what uh, i really enjoyed that if you do it right it was great Because uh, you had, you know, the controller and you had the views. But the problem was that the developer started, you know, to implement too much logic in the controllers, I think. Uh, Yeah. uh, Their specific names, I forgot actually the names. The views had specific names. And if you did it... Actions. exactly. In the actions. If you implemented too much logic in the actions, it was horrible. And most of the projects were like that. So they didn't separate the the actions from the actual logic. But if you did it, it was actually a great framework. And not that different from Angular 1. If you think, no Struts strats 1 on the server, I agree. was yes. very similar to Angular 1. This is why I really liked Angular 1. So for me, was Angular 1 was nice. Angular 2 is like uh, uh, technology from hell. But, <laughs> 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 but <laughs> Angular 1 was actually um, nice and simple, I would say. There was no a lot of magic yeah. going on, you know. Um, and and I never got the idea why they have to re- rewrite that. But uh, yeah, this is a mm. different story. Um, okay, nice. So from yeah. then, you, you stick with web development? Yeah,
1: since then, I've been uh, doing... Pretty much only web development.
0: So you didn't do you, you? forgot about Java? Then stick with JavaScript?
1: No, no. I, actually, I didn't do that much JavaScript. Okay. Then, mm-hmm. although there were industrial <laughs> amounts of JavaScript because there were now jQuery, mm-hmm. and uh, we were using this library to do basically Ajax uh, calls mm-hmm. and update the combo boxes. Typical use case, and
0: but with but jQuery, was it. it was actually also challenging because with jQuery, you know, you you had to know if I call the server, then I update this part. So it was like a little bit spaghetti, right? So this is uh, exactly was, to know yeah. what 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 state changes uh, know happens were and what uh, the, the entire know dependencies on the screen were not a trivial.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's the reason we were using. I don't remember the name of the library, but we were using some library that simplified a bit this backbone. Oh. Uh, no, no, it was some, something else. Okay. It was, it was so older, I believe, but, mm, yeah. But, but what you created was the app. Remember.
0: What was the app? It was like ticket sales or, or insurance or what was it? It
1: was, so it was the, the department in the, this, this is a big university. It's a bigger in, in Colombia. So a lot and it's a public university. Okay. And, and so learned, it's, it's much cheaper than, than private. So a lot of people want to get in that university. And so many people apply. Mm -hmm. per semester so this app supported all the processes related to that okay so there was like a whole building like five six floors Mm -hmm. that supported that operation and we were building the the software that supported them okay
0: not not the trivial i can imagine
1: not at all no pretty complex it was an amazing piece of software i have to say Mm -hmm. yeah it was i was uh i was amazed by it by it like with all the complexity and this new things so it was uh, it was amazing I didn't know any about uh, anything about spring
2: mm-hmm.
1: or uh, or java e whatsoever mm-hmm. so I had like the the idea of what it is. maybe mm-hmm. I had experimented just very like a hello world kind of thing, but this is like the real thing now
0: but uh, you had so amazing, it was amazing. but you had amazing background uh, regarding c c plus plus and stuff like that so for you, the enterprise development with Java was it trivial or complicated or what, what is your if you saw that, you say okay. Mm-hmm. I will learn it immediately or i will never learn that or no. what is this so what, what is your
1: no it it was it wasn't trivial i had to I had to read a couple of books i remember the first thing i decided to do is i'm going to read a book on spring because mm-hmm. it's like the glue of this thing mm-hmm. then i got the the concepts of dependency injection and version of control cleared okay. and that simplifies the whole thing yeah and uh, but still there then i have to deal with uh, databases and hibernate uh, okay. to access the database and, and and JavaScript and so forth. And, and now it's tr- struts too, which so I also read a book about it. But it, it takes time. So it, it actually time. paid just, off, you know,
0: that your computer was shared across the entire family family, because now you, <laughs> yeah. you in advance read the, all the books, you know, which paid off actually.
1: Yeah, it's I had to, to maintain things and, and the code was organized in a way that a, a junior developer could just quickly okay uh, uh fix something or and and so forth. But but in order to understand like the architecture of the parts and so it was Why not over it,
0: pro- uh, it was straight to the point, right?
1: It was, yeah, it was not It was nice, yeah, mm-hmm. I think. It had uh, some good patterns and it, I, was, I learned a lot from, okay. from that well, application.
0: How long you worked for, for the university then?
1: Five years. And then there. what happens? And then, uh, so before maybe the last two years when I was working there, I realized that, or not realized, but I, I figured that we knew that the application had many uh, crowd views. Mm-hmm. And we had these kind of tools, but it involved a bit of copy pasting to ease the, the mm-hmm. implementation of those those views. Mm-hmm. but I wasn't that happy about it, mm-hmm. uh, so I started to to kind of look for new frameworks mm-hmm. and i I discovered wit at some point
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I felt like, yeah, well, that's cool but I didn't like that I have to introduce a new compiler there. Oh, it's called Wicked? So you have the wicked
0: framework with the google uh, web uh, uh, Google web toolkit yeah. oh man okay yeah i don't, yeah. i have and to the, I have to say. I hated this Google Web Toolkit, but go ahead. So this is just a warning. For me, it was like if if my clients use Google Web Toolkit, I said to them, "Okay, uh, I cannot help you if something breaks. It's just you know we we only can hope it, it it works well, right?" Yeah, but go ahead. Sorry, it yeah. is is just a warning. So yeah. go ahead.
1: Well, okay, yeah. No, um, I didn't like it that much. Uh, what I liked <laughs> is that that it gave me the possibility yeah. to write Java yeah. instead of JavaScript. Uh, but I never used it that much, mm-hmm. to be honest. But But because of that, I discovered Vadin, which Mm -hmm. I I do like. And then um, for me, Vadin was the
0: remedy because Vadin used internally GWT. And I didn't have to use GWT. And my clients ask me, you know, what, but now we have the problems. Like, no, we don't have the problem at all because if it doesn't work, you know, call Vardin, buy support in Finland and leave me alone. So (laughs) I I say, I I don't care because if they're using internally and they're selling support, then this is the solution to the problem. But uh, if if Google Web Toolkit breaks, what we can do? We we, Actually, in one company, I said the same to Google Web Toolkit and say, okay, call Google and ask them whether we can buy support or whether they can help us. And there was actually Google said, no, there's uh, no... uh, uh, there is there is no concept of supporting. This is an open source project right. and you can find the bugs by yourself, which is, I would say, it is hard, right? Because if you are building web applications yes. and your compiler breaks, you cannot expect the developers, you know, to, to create some free time and try to find the error in their compiler. And I assume you would at least need yeah. two, three days to understand the entire concept that this is like a uh, mission impossible yeah. for me. It is not responsible to do such a thing. Yeah. So yeah, this is why true. I really like yeah. Varden because of instead of using Google Web Toolkit, just you know wrap around Varden uses internally, so it's not our problem now anymore. Now we can talk with Vardin, and Varden looked nicer out of the box because they always had you know nice uh, look and feel, way nicer what yeah. usual Java developer would create or design, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's you true. discovered Varden, and uh, yeah. okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when and so was it? Which it... year? You remember
1: that? Oh man, 2009 or 10. Okay, mm-hmm. something like that. And uh, But yeah, I liked it because it was a bit like WIT, but it didn't compile Exactly my Java files. I and don't it, want to introduce another. Yeah, compiler. and the
0: hosted mode was not there. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah, you don't have to deal with any of those things. It's, and it's server-side. So that's the other mm-hmm. difference with WIT. So, so I liked it. I experimented with it, and I was like, yeah, that looks cool. So let's try to make this generic CRUD thing that I, was, mm-hmm. uh, that I wanted to do, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which I did. I implemented And it was quickly as I was running Badding. Mm-hmm. And I published the, the, the add-on. More or less like with one line of code, you can um, create a CRUD. Mm-hmm. You have the entities and the, the access mm-hmm. to like a backend or service mm-hmm. for the entity. And, uh, and I was very happy with it. I couldn't introduce that in the main application, but I developed out an applic- another application for the, for this department and that was used in other departments in the university later. Uh, so I was happy with it and, uh, and I got, cause I was a contractor then, uh, mm-hmm. I got a couple of jobs because of that. at home. Okay. additional job somewhere in. I think it was in Chile and uh, somewhere else. I don't know.
0: Nice, but uh, so you so you so you worked as contractor for the university. <laughs> yeah, so, so you're a freelancer. Us. More or less. A freelancer. Yeah. Yeah, nice.
1: But, okay. Yeah, I was studying at the same time the first years at least. Okay. So it was it, it wouldn't give me time for anything else. Mm-hmm. But then when I graduated, I had a bit more of time, so I started to do this. I published the add-on, got this job, got uh, not not that much money, and I was selling. Back then, you could sell the add-ons in the various websites. Okay. So I was selling it uh, very cheap, just to get people to use it, and they would contact me to to implement something more, something additional, or they didn't know how to do it, so I would help them. And with that money, I decided, okay, let's uh, just create a website,
2: mm-hmm.
1: a blog. I started a blog, and uh, I wrote a tutorial for for okay. these um, add-on, and then back publishing, contacted me. All of a sudden, I was expecting that at all. <laughs> okay. Do you want to write a book about VATIN? I would say, yeah, why not? Yeah. Uh, that was an amazing opportunity. And uh, uh, then I got more serious about VATIN. Okay. So now I have to write a book.
0: Uh-huh. And you wrote the book?
1: Yeah. Uh, I wrote the book. And, yeah. Its uh, name is uh, uh, 7 UI Design by Example. That mm-hmm. was 2013, actually, when I okay. wrote the book. It was later. Uh, but yeah, back then, actually, I, had, I wasn't working in the university anymore. I, was the book successful? I, I would say so, yeah. It was... Uh, it was good, and uh, the thing is that I wrote the book in a way that you can read from cover to cover
2: mm-hmm.
1: instead of like reference documentation, mm-hmm. and it had all kind of very silly jokes and stuff just to make the read, read easier, so that some people like that kind of book, some people want to like it, but, yeah. but for those who like that, this kind of read that you can just sit down somewhere and read Yeah, I would like, I like, I, I, I enjoy
0: good. books that they should be enjoyable. I mean, I can just, you know, find a reference somewhere else, so yeah, nice. Yeah, online. Yeah. And um, you're yeah, nice. So you've wrote a book about Vadin. What happened then? So I'm really curious now. It's getting, you know, it's a, a really exciting story. So you should write, you know, a book about what, <laughs> what you achieved, you know, my way to now. So it was already, everything was uh, uh, pretty interesting. So uh, so what happens after the book? I can already imagine, but uh, keep keep talking.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, I wrote the book uh, and uh, it was published in uh, 2013. 2013. <laughs> and uh, then another surprise for me because I got, I was searching through the forums to solve mm-hmm. some kind of issue because mm-hmm. now i'm using batting for mm-hmm. for my projects mm-hmm. from these uh, freelancer projects so i was but but i had a job uh, then i got a job in a very small company mm-hmm. where i used batting because uh, mm-hmm. i had the opportunity you mean to, you got job, you a job you mean
0: you got a contract or you just uh, did, d- d- got a real this, job i mean you you th-
1: this was a permanent position permanent job. okay why you did yeah. it uh, i felt like uh, i wanted to learn especially mostly about uh, java e and uh, because okay. I, I had been using Spring, but I want to to see a natural project, and it, it was amazing. Also, it this was this kind of software that. Was, uh, allowed so wait a second. Customers so, to... so you
0: were a freelancer working with Varden, yeah. and then the motivation was to learn Java e and and you did the permanent job for the company, right? So this was the idea. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I want to learn Java e. so I found this And why not job Spring? Were offered... you we not
0: happy with Spring, or
1: no? I was happy. It's just uh, I like to try new things and okay. see what, okay. what what they have to offer. So it was, and and I do like um, Java EE as well, but. Uh, I just want to see like an actual project. Yeah. Yeah. Do so you saw the actual problems with yeah. it? So I, so I joined this very small, very small company, uh, probably five years old or something like that. Okay. So very young as well. And uh, but there I ended up using. I saw the opportunity, like to use this CRUD thing that I was uh, mm-hmm. using. I thought it was perfect. I would deliver the software next week. Mm-hmm. So I did. It. So I'm working for this company, and then I received an email from Pact. That's when that, what I said before. Wrote the book, etc. And I decided, and, and then I was solving a problem on mm-hmm. body in forums, and I saw these ads for for a job that said like we're looking for a developer who knows Spring, mm-hmm. Hibernate, and Buddy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I have more than five years of experience with all this mm-hmm. three, and I have mm-hmm. written a book, so let's apply. Mm-hmm. It was in London, Top light. and yeah, they they called me. We had there wasn't even no interview.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: To be honest, the uh, the the person uh, who would be my uh, future uh, manager. He was asking me how to do a certain kind of migration from one version to another, mm-hmm. but it was because he already had the problem. And he wanted to, get to to know my opinion mm-hmm. when he was asking me this. I thought, I that yeah, I got this job apparently, mm-hmm. uh, which I did. So I moved to to London. Was moved, it for you a big for, deal?
0: As I mean, you know, back then because you already worked for a smaller company, and now to London was like you know an upgrade, right, for you?
1: Yeah, definitely. Okay. From many perspectives because I was uh, this was in Colombia, so I had to move also very far away.
0: Okay. And uh, excuse me, the Java e co- Java e co- uh, company, what they did, you remember? What what was it roughly?
1: Yeah, it was uh, in the uh, uh financial industry okay. doing okay. something called mirix migration. mirix it's a software okay.
0: that they use And Manics. uh and you enjoyed the Java E stuff or not so? I did. Okay. I did. Yeah. Which yeah. server did you used? Definitely then? Whitefly. Oh
1: I don't remember, man.
0: Okay. Okay. But uh okay, now this back question. to London. So then you did some Vadin stuff in London. What uh, what was it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It
1: was, uh, it was a web application that managed test cases for some of the migrations they were doing because it's a very complex uh-huh. piece of software these banks use. Uh, so it was basically that. And uh, that was a nice experience, mostly because I was in a new place, completely different place than uh, I was used to. Uh, but it, it wasn't that long. So I, it, it's, it's funny because it involves even a love story and everything. So I decided to return to Colombia uh-huh. uh, and uh, make... Try to make things work with my girlfriend back then okay which uh, things worked for two weeks okay <laughs> so it didn't work and uh but then I decided okay let's knock on some other doors mm-hmm. and this is uh, 2014 or something like that and I applied to a job without knowing it was Vadim the company okay but they needed uh, someone proficient with Vadim and uh willing to move to Finland okay and I was like well let's try let's at least try and it turned out it was for Vadim okay. the company so I got the job I moved uh to Finland, where I live now. And uh, I worked first as a, in services, as okay. in the customer projects. Okay. And then I moved to marketing mm-hmm. on DevRail And uh, and that's where I'm doing right now. I okay. wrote another book after that also.
0: You wrote another book? It's still in the making or already published?
1: Yeah. No, it's, it was published in 2018, I believe. It's called Data Centric Applications with Vadin 8. Okay. That's another book. And I'm writing an, another one now, mm-hmm. right now. And you are in Turku right now? I'm in Turku,
0: yeah. Yeah, I was in Turku, so but I didn't meet you, I think, because uh, I was hired by Wavadin as a contractor to help them with Java integration. I forgot when it was, probably two thousand fifteen, sixteen, or something like this. And uh, oh, okay, and I met the, the CEO Jonas, I think, right?
1: Jonas, yeah,
0: yeah, and uh, and uh, yeah, spent some time and uh, in Turku, which are nice. It it, it was like in a power plant, right? There was I remember there was like a one room like power plant, like yeah, exactly, it kind of, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's actually interesting. And uh, so now you're doing DevRel and, uh, right, yep. developer relations. That's, and, that's uh correct. so And uh, I use uh, Vardin a little bit in the backend from time to time. And uh, I use JSF more and Vardin more for, like, dashboard-like applications, right? So if there were, like, a right. dashboard and charts, this is, for, for me, a natural fit for Vardin. Okay. Yeah. And um, and recently, I use, actually, Vardin a lot. Uh, what I use are the web components from Vardin. Uh, oh, right. yeah. yeah, and uh, even in um, the latest online course, I use the Varden router because I get lots of questions now, mm. uh, how to route, and I wrote my router by myself. But it it is actually a nice thing, and um, I get uh, actually more and more questions regarding web components and Varden. It's the same story as before. They look li- nice, mm. and you can just pick them, right? So this is uh, what what I yeah, and uh, yeah, and. Um, yeah. and um, you are also now in the JavaScript space or more on the Java backend?
1: I'm more. At, what, what I do is more is mostly Java backend. So okay. what I've been trying to do is to show how to use other technologies mm-hmm. with Valiant, mostly okay. Java technologies. Yeah. So
0: what I use, uh, I use Java in the backend, but what usually happens in all my projects right now is we have a REST service. And this is either, yep. this is uh, Microprofile, Jakarta e-servers, uh, and yep. uh, various, I would say, Whitefly, Payara, Open Liberty, recently, uh, lots of Quarkus. I don't know whether you heard about Quarkus. It's like a, yep. a, a popular runtime. And they are exposing REST web sockets. And in frontend, we use uh, JavaScript. And now it comes. What, <laughs> what I, I do, um, more and more interests and um, actually clients and contracts, we are migrating away from frameworks. That is the interesting right. part. So uh, right now we because the
1: web platform is very powerful nowadays. Yeah, exactly. I believe. And
0: this is um, not not this really. Uh, and this is um, actually more than enough for usual applications. Interestingly, in some projects they have to move away from uh, Angular two or two plus, you know, whatever it is nine oh, or whatever. Yeah. And because they don't understand what's going on anymore, and this is a pretty complex application. And the funny story is, to, we do a little bit of uh, JavaScript and. Uh, like ES6 modern lit HTML and some VADIN components. And the developers uh, really appreciate that because they have complete control, you know. There's nothing yeah. in between. And uh what I do right now is uh we even try to get rid of NPM from client machines. So, so like you know, 10 years earlier. So you can just use just browser sync, which automatically reloads the entire screen. Mm-hmm. And this is where they get delighted. The it's okay, now we see the light and uh ahead. so this is what I am doing right now in the front ends and uh, I do more and more and um, sometimes I propose you know two talks Java backends or uh, web components front ends and the yeah. organizers pick the web components front end talk so I have various various talks about that and the feedback is always good which I would I which I didn't suspect what I what I thought what will happen is I get lots of negative feedback like you know uh without Frameworks, you are crazy. You cannot do this, and um, not at all. Even once I was at a JavaScript conference, and the JavaScript developers came to me. I'm I'm actually a Java developer, right? And they came to me and said, "Okay, uh, this is amazing. What you can achieve without frameworks, we didn't even knew that. So they they were not aware that you can build something sensible without frameworks."
1: Yeah, it's 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 funny to see also that people. I have heard expressions such as, "I know uh, Angular, say or React." Mm -hmm but should I also learn javascript Exactly kind
0: of But this right? is exactly what I saw back then you know uh should you, should we start with web development learning jquery or javascript This is what I make fun of at mm, like the beginning you know yeah. And um yeah. and um what people don't get is they think that I'm developing all the components from scratch which is not at all For instance um Vardin router is great so I pick Vardin router in uh, my right. recent project they wanted to have you know the um combo boxes um or drop-down boxes where you can edit something. So we pick the Vardin stuff because it's ready to go. Yeah. And uh, what I tell my clients, I hope this is correct, because I uh, also asked Jonas about that, is that what the clients can do, they can just pick the open source. But if they are not satisfied with the functionality, they can hire Vardin, and Vardin can uh, extend the components. And now come the cool part. Uh, if the no extension is sensible, it will merge back to the open source master trunk, which may, which means for me for enterprise project, this is big win because you are not creating a fork. This is the thing, you know. Because yeah. if I would extend the component and you will release the new version of the component, I mean, then is you no know, the, the whole benefit is gone, right?
1: Yeah, and that that happens a lot actually. It's a uh, we 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 decide what to fix depending on what the customers are telling us. Mm-hmm. So we give uh, we we get cert, certain brandwidth, let's say, mm-hmm. uh, from engineer. Mm-hmm. engineering to mm-hmm. fix those problems and those are in the core of vadin mm-hmm. so available for everybody mm-hmm. but it's a, kind of sponsored by some companies
0: yeah which is you know what the yeah. right thing to do i would say this is how it should be because yeah. a vadin will be always you know Better and faster to 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 extend their own components. They I would do right. So I would also I'm yeah. also capable of understand what's going on, extend it. But I have no idea what the developer thought. You know what was the origin thought of the component? They had something in mind. So it is always more efficient than if Vardin, you know, the originator of components, would extend the components. Yeah. So,
1: but what, do you use, What do you use? I'm curious. What do you use about uh, or for implementing web components? If you have to implement a web component. Yeah. This do is a like little a,
0: bit you know a difference. What uh, you are proposing sometimes, or what I'm doing. Uh, so uh what I um the, the key is that in my projects developers don't have to install anything. So we use Visual Studio Code and there is not even NPM required. So you only need NPM to to install browser sync. Some developers use something else. I don't care. What I only need is like you know live reload. Okay. So and then for yeah. to implementation of the web components, we actually use you know custom element defined, so just the native okay. web components. Yeah. And yeah. uh yeah. we use the web components on different levels. So uh Like uh, on the higher level, is like in Varden, you would use no panels, navigation, whatever. So, this is the name of higher level component. And I use how I start this I get, you know, the first component is the app itself. So, and the component has inside, you know, the higher order component. And sometimes we use the, We create like a date picker. So we create our own date picker and sometimes not, right? And sometimes if we need tables, for instance. Incrementally, yeah. Yeah. uh, Then uh, sometimes we know pick uh, jQuery plugins. There was a tabulator, I think. This is like a jQuery plugin, Mm -hmm. which is really nice with tables. And we've wrapped this with a web component and it works. So now there's one challenge, of course, security and performance. And we use lit HTML, but not the element. Just okay. the just the template inside the component, yeah. and um, and Redux if the component is uh, more complex. And the cool part is, and now even in larger companies say, look, we have low risk project because Redux is like six hundred lines of code with JS Doc, lit HTML is the same. Even if both will die, yeah. we can maintain it by, by by ourselves. It's not like Google Web Toolkit where we need to you know yeah. Albert Einstein to 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 maintain you know the the code yeah. base.
1: So um, or another library would arise anyway.
0: That yeah this is like probably. a Viper html yeah. hyper html mm-hmm. and uh, e- e- even you know you could create your own 63 ES6, tri- uh, es6 literal template and um, yeah. and then i say okay but what if it has to look nice like okay what we can do we can pick and choose now the components and uh, a we use system yeah yeah for instance and then we can use vadin web components we use vadin sometimes sap ur 5 also great or uh uh yeah. lion from ing for instance so are different systems but vadin looks the best out of the box, and the Java developers already know Vardin, right? So this is like, this is, uh, hey, Vardin's a little bit dangerous, because they assume that we need the Java backend parts, like, no, 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 Vardin also ships the elements and just components, and we can do this. Correct. And yeah, um, yeah. so um, in mostly, you know, like the router and some you know input fields, um, um, this is what we use. And uh, tables, not that much, because the Vadin tables work a little bit different. They are too smart. And uh, what we use, we render usually the tables inside the lit HTML, right? And right. the entire state is not in the table rather than Redux. And the Vardin table it would be more like the table itself renders from, from backend, which could be True. great. Yeah. It's this different approach. So, uh, in one, yeah. I mean, in more simple applications, I would use Vardin table uh, without Redux. And then we could have, you know, the endless iteration, for instance, or a- a- endless pagination where it just reloads the stuff from the backend, right? Yeah. So, uh, my point is. Also-
1: yeah. If I can ask you something real quick, uh how, how how do you deal with like the consistency of the look and feel and, and the usage, like shortcuts and stuff if yeah. you take components from, from one set to another?
0: Yeah. Any tips on that? Uh what uh first uh layout. So developer likes grid grid layout. So this is the first thing, you know, the entire thing is yeah. grid and we don't use any CSS frameworks. So this is like it's like forget about uh bootstrap and foundation, we just use uh, CSS grid, is good enough yeah for a uh, uh, nicer look and feel um sometimes we use bulma i don't know what they were it's like a just css framework without javascript it's like a, it looks okay. a little bit nicer and there's like class button so if you have a button say class button it already looks a little bit nice so if yep. we get uh now this the serious projects let's say they would mix you know uh Vardin with sap ui5 then we will try you know, to find the custom properties to, to match you know, the, 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 the style. Otherwise, it is impossible because you are using Shadow right. DOM and the other guys as well, and this would be a problematic. Yeah. So in more serious project, we tend to use one set of components. We will either go with SAP UR5 or with Vardin. And then what, right. I, what yeah. I say, okay, uh, I'm now, you know, I can just ha- cannot help you anymore. You have an internal designer, and the designer has to, de- to decide whether you no know, Vadin or SIP U F five or ING is the right you know look and feel to your company and whether it is customizable. If not, gotcha. we can still hire yeah. Vadin, you know, to expose more properties or break you know the shadow down. And um, but this is like a more like a styling conversation. You know, what is the visual language of the project, right? And i have working a lot of with with startups, and they are happy that something appears on the screen, right? So uh, we are moving fast first, and then we think about yep. the design, right? Right. Gotcha. So and and what I see in your project, you are trying, you know, to to be uh, uh not as simple as I. So you you tend to to have you know some uh tooling already on the machine. And I think the future of the entire framework is uh no tooling locally, like it was you know fifteen years ago. Just reload, 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 and go ahead. This is what what I do in my projects. I even don't you know suggest to use TypeScript at the beginning. It's Like why you need an additional step? If you're happy with ES6, go for it. And we can edit later. Right. So keep it simple. And yep. this is actually, yep. I could spend now 200 percent of my time just doing this. And I get endless, endless, you know, requests because the problem is the maintenance of the frameworks. The enterprise companies are sick, you know, of upgrading the entire build system because a framework is released, whatever. And uh, larger companies still don't recognize that that uh, if they are you no know, hiring one company mm-hmm. and they build the software and it goes away, and let's say um and they did it with Angular, let's assume. Because I really liked React, actually. React would be my fallback. But so far, it was not necessary yeah. to use React. So I have to admit. We started with the standards, and we always did with the standards. But if they say, you know, it is not, like, it's not as productive, then I would say, okay, then go to React. This would be my fallback. And uh, with the yeah. Angular, and what they don't recognize is you get two major releases a year. And if you wait, wait for too long, what can happen is not that your website breaks or web app breaks it's more likely that your build won't run. You know that you will spend uh, a significant amount of time to fix your build. Otherwise, you cannot release. So this is the what you should take into consideration and you know, keep your build running and and upgrade all the time. And larger companies don't have such a plan. They don't even know that there is a problem. And if I explain yeah, this briefly, semantic versioning point to Angular, it dies. It's not like yeah I actually don't care because I'm spending my time in the backends mostly, but my clients ask me what do you do in the front end, what do you should do? and if I show it them you know what I would do, I would use web standards, and they are happy and um and also funny 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 thing is and in a startup there was like an angel investor he was so half he was actually a java programmer very good c c plus c plus plus java and he wanted to have angular from day one and uh, i I knew him very well and said, okay, why? so why angular? and he said, okay, because without angular, it would look like crap. he told me right. So his assumption was, you know, he thought, okay, without a JavaScript framework, there would be, everything will be black and white and we get, you know, Helvetica or no Helvetica Arial or what is the default even on the screen, which is, this is a, lots of misconceptions about that.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'd, I'd, maybe, yeah, it depends. Also, it depends on the projects. Uh, sometimes there's specific reasons to choose framework, but, but sometimes there are good reasons anyway to choose a framework. Sometimes it offers uh, kind of a different developer experience. And so that boosts uh, productivity. So right now the, the new thing in Biden is actually that you can use a TypeScript. Uh-huh. So that you so you have type safety uh-huh. in the back end with Java uh-huh. and in the front end with uh, TypeScript. Uh-huh. And uh, the kind of the, the new thing there is that let's say you have a an endpoint uh-huh. and you expose a user uh-huh. object uh-huh. or user class uh-huh. from, from the user class and then buying what the what does creates and generates like the TypeScript equivalent. Uh-huh. To that one. So like
0: they, data trace object on the client side, right? Yeah, so
1: it keeps in sync. Those things, so if you change one accidentally, you, you, you catch the error at mm-hmm. compile time. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, kind of the, one of the new features in the recent versions of Vadin. But,
0: I mean, if you are if you're using Java on the backend, this is the way to go. I mean, Java, Vadin, <laughs> Java yep. on the backend. So this is the perfect fit, you know? But uh, yep. we have projects like, they're already using Angular. You know, replacing Angular with Vardin on the backend, forget it. So this would be like mission impossible. But what you can do is you can keep, you know, the Angular skeleton and add new views with web components and then pick the yep. Vardin web components. This is most of my projects. Because, uh, you know, we never migrated away from Vardin, I think, because if they are happy, they are happy. So or, or if someone uses the same, you know, uh, like JSF uh, and they are happy, so they still go with JSF. Yep. The problem is more like you build their FAT clients, let's call it correctly, on the, on the frontend. Um, and then we're replacing the fed clients with web components. And in the backend, we yeah. have just an API, you know. We, it could be Node.js, but in my case, it's always Java. I'm a Java developer. Yeah, I agree.
1: If the framework is working for the developers, then yeah. why changing? This it? is a right. different ar- yeah.
0: architecture. I would say the Evaden <clears throat> is like a server-centric framework because you get the data binding validation for free. So this is like, you know, the yeah. complete stack. And uh, recent in my recent projects were uh, by accident, probably. So I have just, you know, there is, there is a client-centric framework. It's more like fed client. If you would build an application yeah. with swing but we are we use our javascript which is even some sometimes offline capable with you know uh it's a fat client, and and we are talking to a remote api all right how,
1: mm-hmm. how do you like uh, javascript by the way
0: uh the new one so i ignored javascript completely so uh, until 2015 i said okay uh we we will try to generate that the es6 uh i use it all the time for me is no difference to java to be honest i i can switch back and forth a little bit strange is now the the new Java has the var, and I try you now to get rid of vars in JavaScript. So I use let and const. So if in, in yeah. Java, there will be no var, just let. It would be perfect. But um, yeah. I, I really enjoyed the modern JavaScript, and not only me, um, all Java developers in the migration projects they really like because it really looks like Java. You know, in JavaScript we have it the does, fat, right? yeah. uh, we have the fat arrow. In Java we have the thin arrow. You can explain all the yeah. all the concepts, uh, Java concepts with JavaScript, and vice versa. So the modern stuff yeah. is no difference, I would say, almost.
1: Even the date class, it's a yeah. from Java. new, new date in is jobs, very similar, right? Exactly the yeah, same. exactly yeah. the
0: same. And uh, what's what's nicer in JavaScript, you have the destructuring, which we use all the time. This was like, you know... Oh, that's amazing, so nice. yeah. Yeah, th- this is what we use.
1: I bet it's going to arrive to Java, the language at some point Yeah, in uh,
0: actually, I saw already two years ago, there was a, a talk about Java, about destructuring. So it ha- it have to, has to arrive. And um, yeah. and um, so for me, it is... It, it is actually a nice experience nicer than than, than before 2015 it was crazy you now they even have the module pattern with nested functions to have namespace okay come on what are you talking about now yeah. and now we have yeah. ES, es6 modules which you explain to java uh, programmers just packages even nicer, because yeah. with exports, imports, you yeah. have. Like, you can even mimic, you know, we get with um, modules, we get singleton pattern out of the box and what we get also encapsulation, private, public out of the box. But this is like you no know, package on steroids in Java. So you can explain very fast all the concepts what you need, right?
1: True, yeah. I, I find funny sometimes that JavaScript, in my opinion, I, I don't know if you agree, but in my opinion, it's one of those languages that developers, many developers feel like you don't have to study the language yeah. in order to be able to use it. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. And then, well, that's that's good and bad at the same time because it's good because you, then you can do things with it. But also, since you don't study, you don't understand why things are the way yeah. they are. You know yeah. the history, what happened, what yeah. led to those decisions and so forth.
0: Yeah. Actually, JavaScript is more Lisp, right? So if you look at this, it's like a hash map of hash maps. This is what happens behind the scenes. And if you explain right. to developers, they Java developers, like, look, if you know what it is, it's like a hash map of hash maps. And then you can use reflection to change things, right? So this is like the reflection of steroids yeah. and then go, get it also immediately. So just like it is. So listen, yep. I would like to reinvite you back one point of time and talk about you know more deeply. But uh, your history was too too interesting. This was the problem, you know. This is a <laughs> and uh, and <laughs> sure uh, just, just do it again, and uh, we can go through Vadim components if you like. This is what I get lots of requests. So we can you know have more deep you know conversation what what's happened there, and of course in yep. Java backend as well. So I'm a Java developer, also curious what what happens there, and maybe you have something you know with Quarkus. This is a uh, a huge interest. So
1: yeah, Quarkus is big nowadays. This is a uh, huge, yeah.
0: actually. And uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you have any pointers? You know, to vadin, to your job, to your Twitter account, GitHub. Of course, your QBasic project. You know.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, on GitHub. I think the handle is uh, Alejandro um, underscore du. Mm-hmm. Something like that. The same on Twitter. Okay. And then my website, you find links to all of that. Is uh, okay. AlejandroDU.com.
0: Okay. AlejandroDU.com. Okay. Perfect.